Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Sons and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation has a legend, every legend has a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. Now, we've been trekking through the damn desert, as we were told to, for a week. But thankfully, we're where we're supposed to be. The Force is telling me that this is far enough. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Can I stop? Yeah. Uh, Again, we don't, we don't know what's really going <laughs> on, but uh, Caitlin and Matt are <sighs> both uh, high high AF on black melons. <sighs> um, the melons. We're, we're, we're going to record from here and hope for the best. Speaking of hoping for the best, here's reprogrammed IT interrogator droid AZ-00, a.k.a. Azu. Yeah, uh, do you want me to deploy the cooling tent? Cooling you've, tent? As, as, take what? it back, take take you, it back right now. You've had a cooling tent this entire time? As, take it back, I swear. Yeah, I, I figured you didn't want it, you do you, but uh, should uh, I put it out? You know, he, he's looking, he's looking like a beach ball, like a, like a big ball of ice, I'm gonna, he could kick I'm gonna it, bite he could kick him. It real I'm hard. Gonna, I'm gonna bite him. Yeah, I'm gonna kick him. Yes. Get over here. Give me here. Please, put it out. All right. I mean, don't get tight. Here it is. Open it. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, yes, it is better. Oh, my God. Thank you. I do feel better already. I don't feel my heartbeat in my hands anymore. Your hands? Yeah. All right. I don't like the attitude. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Other side of the cooling tent zoo. Please, float over Ooh. there. Now, we're recording on January 26th, 2022, and we're ready to jump into Chapter 5 of The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. But before we do that, we have some news about Star Wars Ahsoka. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. So we're going to throw to Caitlin for some news on the march. News on the march. Why, thank you, Brian. Uh, Y'all, I have been very excited to talk about this. A couple of days ago... We got some news about the live-action Star Wars Ahsoka series, which I know we are all very psyched for. Am I correct in, in saying that? I would say we're excited for it. You are. That's yeah. a Texas size 10 for. Yeah. Yes, there we go. So, <laughs> a couple days ago, we got some very fun news that joining the cast of Star Wars Ahsoka is none other than Mary Elizabeth Winston. Whoa! Mm. Whoa! Which, for those of you who... Need a reminder of her CV. Uh, <laughs> she is kind of a legend. Uh, everyone should be in love with her. Mm -hmm. She's probably best known to genre fans as either Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I change my hair every week and a half to get used to it. Or in the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn 
aka the birds of prey where she plays huntress it's not a bow and arrow it's a crossbow i'm not 12. <laughs> i love this chick she's got rage issues. i don't have rage issues which is just she's really good in that movie freaking amazing wow she is so yep. cool She's so beautiful. She's so talented. I really cannot wait to see what they're going to do with her. Of course, we don't really know exactly who she'll be playing yet, but people have a lot of ideas, right, guys? Oh man, we uh, we posted this on on the twitters, yeah. and we had a, we had a lot of responses, a lot of hot takes on yes. who this could possibly be. I mean, I've seen I've seen everything from like Mara Jade. Oh, Mara Jade, yes, ah. which is super fun, uh, crazy, Barris. Offy, Dr. Afra. Yeah. Uh, at one point I saw Harris and Dula. Yeah, people the people are saying yeah. Hera. Yep. Yeah. No, no, uh, no for me on that one. I figure that might be a, a Brian Silliman. Uh-uh. I'm hoping <laughs> for just the new character. Yeah, that'd be yeah, fun. Same. Regardless, uh, I think we can all agree that she's going to do a fantastic job and she's going to be cool as hell. And I'm excited. That's one Star Wars household with her and Ewan, isn't there it? There we go. Yep. There yeah. we go. It's gonna be it's, I'm, I'm wondering if he's like, well, you know, it's I have my my girlfriend, and you know, is right over here, and she could be in Star Wars. Exactly. Well. They know between in their household, they know all of the Star Wars secrets. Like they know everything yeah. that's going to be happening in Star Wars in the next like three years. That's a powerful dinner party right there. Oof. <laughs> I think it's one we'd all like an invitation to. <laughs> I'd say so. If you're listening, uh, you can reach us at returnofthebond.net. Yeah, be friends with us. Firing that off right now. (laughs) So that has been news on the march. Okay, with that, we're going to charge back into Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I think that's what they're still calling the show, at least. <laughs> uh, Not sure. I have, yeah, a, I have yeah. another title idea, but we'll get it. Yeah, we might want to get the library cop on this, Matt, because somebody <laughs> stole the book. Listen to you. Listen here, Joy Boy. <laughs> Bookman. You think this is all a big joke, don't you? Now, we're going to discuss and celebrate the Kark and Criff out of this episode. For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is brand new, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we are about to get into severe spoiler territory. And for good measure, we will bring in our good friend Werner Herzog to do what he does best. Werner. As he pops out of the sand. Oh, my God. How does he do that? That's right. It is me. It is Werner. Sound the spoiler klaxon. me every time. This time, by choice, I'm sad to say, will be my final story. An old friend once told me something that gave me great comfort something he had read no. he said that Mozart Beethoven and Chopin never died they simply became music so I hope you'll enjoy this <laughs> oh. last piece huh. very much that is a quote it is not something I'm actually saying Werner will never leave you worry not uh, what is that Caitlin ambush there is a clear order in to watch Star Wars The Mandalorian season 3 episode 1 and then listen to our podcast you want to try that again? Try that again there? Oh, I mean, that's not you, what we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. No, this way that wasn't the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's not, the heat. Not, it's the heat. Not the okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me, let me try that yeah. again. Let me Chapter try that five. Again. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> there is a clear order in which to watch Star Wars: The Book of Boba Fett, season one, episode five, and then listen to our podcast. Here we go again. Punch it. I am Boba Fett. Speak freely. 
Now, before we get into the actual episode, it's time. That's right. Um, time has come at last this season to play, well, a combo game, really. There are two games, not games. Yeah. Really unfortunate admission time. Two games. I appreciate it. Yeah. There's, hey, I was wrong. However. No, no, however, just be wrong. Just stand there in your wrongness and be wrong and get used to it. And also, what did I miss? And we're going to throw them together. So this was, hey, I was wrong. What did I miss? Just stand there in your wrongness and be wrong and get used to it. Ooh, what a combination. Gorgeous. Ooh, I like it. And they both come from chapter four. Now we're going to start, and this one is all me, and I apologize greatly for it. The modder in this episode was played by Grammy-winning musician Stephen Thundercat Bruner. Yeah. No, I was not familiar with them at all before this episode, but I certainly am now. Now, I said something really stupid and tasteless about their hair last week in, in our last episode. I apologize for my comment. I'm not sure if that was his hair or costume hair, but either way, it was in very bad taste and I should not have said it. I was wrong and I apologize for it. I said it. It was a stupid thing to say. I apologize. And I was wrong. The character did have a big old Borg arm, though. And I'm fairly sure <laughs> that was a costume element, though. So yeah, sure. comments about the big Borg arm are fair game. But uh, <laughs> for the rest of it, I was wrong. And I I am I am very sorry. Well, you should have started. With that. Now, the droid chef referred to in that episode referred to by some people online now as General Clevis and or General Cleavers. Big fan, big fan. <laughs> is of a very similar model that we saw in Attack of the Clones on the refugee ship that Anakin, Padme, and R2 travel to on, tra- travel to Naboo on. Caitlin, can I get an eh or a yay for that? Yay. Yay. All right. And the rat catcher that we were talking about, our favorite bunny droid, somebody pointed this out to me online. The bunny droid is the rat catcher. <laughs> Yes. That went right, yes. right by me. Yeah. I thought that was obvious. Yeah, because it came up with the no, little you, net. No, yeah. you did not. I thought it was obvious. He comes with the little well, net. You know, he looks that, uh, kept yeah. that right under your hat. Yeah, no, right I, well, I, I just you? listen. I was in a fever dream the whole last episode. You were I, sucking I, on those black melons. You know, I was sucking on those black melons. <laughs> I mean, I walked all over the Thundercat <laughs> discussion. I just went right into talking about God as knows a, what. As yeah. opposed to this episode, yeah. where you're lucid as a druse. Oh, that's going. Feeling great right now. Yeah, man. So for that, can I get a yay or a? Yay. Okay, hey, well, that's two right, yays. Go. That's good. And finally, um, in terms of I was wrong, we have seen Chewbacca rip arms out of sockets in canon. <laughs> uh, this one we kills all, me. We all uh, screwed this up. One this is not yeah. just on Brian. This is on all three yeah. of us. In Solo, A Star Wars Story, he it's during the Kessel mission. He does it to a guard. That was the uniform that would have fit me perfectly, but it's fine. And it's a very humorous bit, and it's yeah. right there in a recent movie. That and we love. That we love. Yeah, that we love. So, right. Just rewatched recently. So, uh, there's no ex- And many people pointed that out. Yeah. And, um, many people. Yeah. It, was, it was quite the thing. So, yep. anyway, that has been this very successful mashup of, hey, I was wrong. What did I miss? Just stand there and you're wrong. This would be wrong. Get used to it. Now, into the new episode, The Mandalorian Chapter 5, released on Disney Plus on January 26, 2022, directed by 
Bryce Dallas Howard, written by John Favreau. The soundtrack is out. Not for this episode, but for the first four episodes. So I have to mention this. It's released last week. The main themes by Ludwig Göransson and score by Joseph Shirley. So if you love the music from the first four episodes, uh, chapters, and I certainly do. How can you, not? you can get them wherever you get soundtracks right now. And Matt, I know you've been having a nice time with the mod parlor music. <laughs> I've been having a great time. It's the only yeah, thing he listens to every day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just his, his own thing of his own accord. Let me tell you, I got a whole new morning routine. You know, I, I, I start the coffee, I put that song on. Take a shower. Got the four sensitive children. They're jamming uh, out to the mod oh, parlor. They've got glow sticks on top of the counter. It's getting yeah. crazy yeah. here. Children everywhere. Who doesn't love the mod <laughs> parlor music? Um, and, and, and it actually is very cool. Although the more I listen to it, the more it sounds like a, the scene from The Matrix where they go in that club. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, in yeah, the Merovingians totally. Club. <laughs> hey, try the cake, all right? Hey, hey the cake is very <laughs> good. No, the, the, that's your Merovingian. <laughs> that was, yeah. That's Matt as the Merovingian. No, no, hey, just, try the, no, try the cake. The cake is good. That's me leaving and telling you on the way out. It's like, hey, try oh, the cake, all right? That yeah. makes more sense. Very special dessert. <laughs> okay, well, we got a lot to get through, but bef- before we get into the actual plot, it's no secret if you've seen this episode, this is all over the place. This is kind of the Mandalorian season. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Ah, there we go. Season 2.5 and or just the beginning of season three. Not really a Book of Boba Fett episode at all, uh, to the point where Boba Fett himself does not appear in the episode. At all. I was getting yeah. about to the 45-minute mark, and I'm like, he's not going to show up, is he? His name is mentioned once. He's mentioned. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the episode. Towards the end where yeah. it ties it all in. And, and finally, Tamora Morrison still gets top billing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's power. That's power. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the obviously the, the biggest thing about this. And I think that's something that people are going to be talking about, the, the who's, the what's, the why's about that forever. But- Right off the bat, first impressions on everything, what you thought of it. Caitlin Embush. I was not expecting this at all. Uh, I know that at, at last episode, we end it with the Mando theme, our, our beautiful da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, which, uh, you know, fills our hearts with joy. But then we get to this episode, and right away, we have Mando coming in. We start with the silhouette, and I it was a, it was a Caitlin Screams moment. Truly on, I, I made a noise and I went, wow, they're doing it. They're they're really doing it. And I will say, yeah. I just finished this episode. I finally got some free time today right before we started recording this. So you were, I am coming in fresh. You're fresh off the vine. I have not yeah. had time to think about this at <laughs> all. This is just pure, unadulterated reaction. Yeah. Fresh as a daisy. As a daisy. <laughs> so I had a great time with it. It was fully unexpected. And like we were saying earlier, at one point, he gets to Tatooine. You're thinking, oh, he's going to run into Mando at one point. He's going to run into one of his many uh, building group of cronies. And nothing until the very, very end. Not a single yeah. mention of Boba until the very end. And, I mean, I I love the Mandalorian. All of the references, all of the, the Pedro, yeah. our, our, our boy is back. And it felt so uh, nice. It's a good point. It's like, because... It was great seeing Din Djarin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt like coming home. It, it did, and and that's but that doesn't mean that, I, at least for me, that I love Boba any less and what we've learned about him. No, I'm yeah. still enjoying the series. It's just I was not expecting all of this to suddenly yeah. it it 
the story of Boba Fett comes to a grinding halt in the middle of in, this in story. That there's, not, there's none of it. Yeah. 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 There's, there's nothing. <laughs> All of a sudden we start up from yeah. where we left Mando at the end of season two and answer all the questions we were asking last exactly. week. If they so bring him suddenly, in as a guest star, you'd have to address all these things. And I'm like, well, what if we did that in an entire episode? And so now we have The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1. Congratulations, kids. And it's it's my, my overall reaction is just... Yeah. Now, I felt like you this morning, Caitlin, way too early. And yeah. this episode is not kind on on recappers or podcast hosts. No. Um, and I was just like, it's too much. It's too. I was only halfway through. I'm like, it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's, so much it's so much. It's like if, if a hoojib pops up, it's too much. If you miss something, it's OK, Brian. If you miss no, something, it's OK. No, it's okay. no, it's not. And, and we just based on the home games we just played. It's 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 yeah. not. Yeah, it's going to happen. Just like, let's accept this now. We yeah. are going to miss something. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Caitlin, like this episode pretty much takes from every bit of Star Wars there is, every trilogy, every show, every every animated (laughs) show. The only thing Star Wars that isn't in an episode bearing Boba Fett's name is Boba Fett himself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He is the only Star Wars thing that's not in this. Yeah. His it's name his is in the title. Show. It's his book. Yeah. It's a it's a book, but but Din Djarin writing a whole new book. Now, Matt Romano, you and I texted earlier in the day. I know you're you're yeah. chock full of all of those trademark Romano takes and everything else. <laughs> so many. So well, I, I want to say that, that one one of my friends that also listens to the show, uh uh David, if you're listening, texted me, um he was texting me all kinds of things. He was really hoping for Dengar in this episode. I'm like, dude, let it go. <laughs> Dengar, yeah. He yep. said this episode is pretty much begging for Matt Romano to insert his credit card into Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I was jamming it into the uh yeah. the HDMI You're port. Just jamming being like, it into it. your your baby's mouth. It's like why is this not approved? <laughs> It's like, oh, what's happening in here? Matthew. That entire Tatooine scene is just Matt Romano 101. Anyway, Matt, Matt, Matt Romano, what are your takes? I want to hear them. Oh, man, my takes is, I mean, I absolutely loved it. But I don't know, I I did miss Boba Fett a little bit, I have to say. Like like you said, Brian, you know, like I wanted to see his story continue. I've I've become invested over the how many episodes. I find Boba soothing, and I did not get any Boba this week. And now I feel weird. It's a different energy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett's energy in that show is is, is a a different energy than Mando's. Yep. And that doesn't mean one's better than the other. It's like it, yes. just because this episode is great doesn't mean Boba Fett has sucked yes. yeah. for four no, absolutely episodes. Not. Yeah, yeah. Which is a take that is unfortunately very yeah. voluminous oh, yeah. right yeah. now. But I will also say that, you know, this is what we were talking about a few episodes ago that we expected this Mando episode to be. And that's like a tease for what's to come. So yeah. in this episode, you get all of the tease and kind of, you know, Cross things off the list in preparation for Mando season three. Uh, you kind of get a little primer for uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Yep. You know, because, you know, they're they're still on uh, his tail and we're going to get to that later. If, um, if if they actually ever do that show. Yeah. If they ever, if they actually wouldn't. ever do that show. I, I would you know, put who knows? money on them now and scrapping it completely. Yeah. But there's there's obviously an element that they plan for with the New Republic. That's a, a presence in this series and that they're alluding to. They're hot yeah. on Din Djarin's tail. 
you know, they know the uh, remnants of the Empire are still scattered across the galaxy doing weird stuff. But I, I have some other stuff that we'll get to later. But I do think that as much of a Mando episode this was, it really is important to the overall arc of the Boba season. I, 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 I also think there there are in a grander sense, like a real world sense, I, I would not be surprised if there were scheduling issues and this was shot. And then <laughs> that too. we have nothing to go up. It's like, okay, that's Book of Boba Fett came out of nowhere yeah. at the end of last season. If they had already shot this and just, we'll just put this somewhere. If that's, I, I, I will, if that's the case, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never, we'll, they will never ever tell us that that's what happened. We'll know 10 years from now, whenever someone does an expose and has a deep dive interview with Pedro Pascal and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, like. You know. Disney yeah. Gallery, 50th anniversary, yeah. old man yeah. Floney yeah. is like, we had no idea what we were doing. You know? <laughs> it was seat of our pants. Yeah, we didn't know. <laughs> it's like they had an idea, but but things happened, obviously, yeah. in real world, and they had to rejuggle some things or rethink some things, and this is what they come up with. And if this was either the solution to a problem or just – it just doesn't feel like this was the plan all along, but even if it wasn't, if this was – Throw away the plan, uh, you know, execute yeah, yeah, yeah. the plan. Plan doesn't work. Throw away the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's, it's that, still it's still delightful. It's still wonderful. So, yeah, again, great. as we say, what's not to like? Anyway, right away, we're in a butchery of some kind full of Klaatuinians who there's some Boba Fett we got right there. Klaatuinians. Hey. Oh, yeah. Caitlin's favorite species, right? Elegant, you've said. Elegant. The most elegant. <laughs> and in the, we got those plastic butcher... <laughs> Things, you know, on, you separators. Know, butcher. This yeah, is, that's what it is. It's just, it's a butcher. Yeah, I expect to hear chicken, shop. like hundreds and thousands of chickens in the next room squawking, yeah. you know. And in comes Mando, <laughs> Din Djarin, complete with jetpack and Beskar spear. And this oh, is yeah. not long after Mandalorian season two. He's looking for Kaba Baiz, who owes someone a lot of money. And he's got a tracking fob. Which has been a while since we saw one of these. It's yep. been like since season one. Yeah. Because he's back on he's the bounty back on hunting the hunt. game. And he takes out a bounty puck, and the guy he's talking to is exactly the guy he's looking for. He says, the rest of you can go, as this guy tries to take talk his way out of it. And we're not like three seconds into this, and, and I almost said Boba. Um, <laughs> Mando breaks out. I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you in cold. Uh, Fight breaks out, and Mando immediately whips out the Darksaber. So they answer, does he still have it? Well, they answer that right quick. Does he have it? Oh, my goodness. And he cuts these guys up. And he's kind of not good at using it. <laughs> he's not. He does what all of us would do if we actually had a lightsaber and cuts himself. Yeah. Um, but then he cuts uh, Kaba right in half. Um, and some people, I just, I have to mention this. Some people were pointing this out. It's like, this right here is the difference. This is what they wanted Boba Fett to be doing, chopping people up like yeah. this. And I just wanted to remember the first episode of the show where Boba smashes a guy's head, cleaves a guy's head in two yeah. before <laughs> yeah. blowing yeah. another one up with his Vividly. wrist rocket. Remember last week where he uses his ship to lay out an entire speeder gang? It, it's. I'm sure if he had the dark saber, he would cut people in half. Too. And also, just oh, yeah. you know, with age comes maturity. You know, he he's a little bit more careful about who he cuts in half. You know. Yeah. With with, with great dark saber comes great responsibility. Something like that. That makes no sense, but <laughs> I feel like Boba would be the guy that get really into the dark saber if he had it. Mm -hmm. Like guys that join CrossFit or something. You know, just yes. really too Dude, much. Do you dark saber? How much do you dark saber? <laughs> Dude, you skip leg day? You can't do that, man. Furta. You know, yeah, boys. 
So behind the plastic slats, we see him cut something, and then he comes out with what is definitely a head in a bag. Oh, yeah. And he says, your boss is dead. <laughs> he gets past the workers. He says, look, there's a pile of money in there that your boss has no right to. Go ahead and get it if you want. And he lips out. So for M- Mando still having the Darksaber and the spear and going back into bounty hunting, cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> And we cut to credits, The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 5. Now, this was weird. The Book of Boba Fett Uh, minus Boba Fett. Not at this point it wasn't, because we didn't know. At this point, it's like, well, surely Boba will come in at some point. Yeah, that's true, yeah. The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 5, Return of the Mandalorian. And it really was. They're not wrong. (laughs) Let me add something really quick right here, right here, right now. I'd love to hear this. (laughs) So... It was speculated before the season started that, you know, they were going to, like, continue the chapters from The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they didn't restart with uh, Book of Boba Fett. Like, so it would have been chapter, you know, what was it? Oh, uh, I remember 14? this. Yes, yes. Or something at the start of Book of Boba Fett. And I kind of uh, wish yeah, they yeah, try- kept no, no, that. No, 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 no. Go back to trying to do math really quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you wish they, they – but it's not The Mandalorian. It's a different show. Right. But, but like, but, the, but they were keeping – just like the, the, the movies were episodes – the television series were chapters and and that their their stories were so intertwined that you couldn't separate them into different shows and the chapters continued on i exactly i, I can see arguments for both there yeah i can yeah. see the I, I can see why you'd want that i'm personally i'm glad they didn't do that i think that would get confusing well it, it would have made you feel a little bit better this episode with it with boba not appearing if it was like <sighs> still a linear story wouldn't it have no no a, a number wouldn't okay. have Made a difference. All right, whatever. And, and also whatever. made me feel better. I'm not hurting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not upset. I don't know. All right. The, the only thing that this brings up to me, Matt Romano, is if, say, you only watch The Mandalorian, that's the uh, only Star Wars you watch, mm-hmm. and you tune in when season three finally starts, you tune in, and it's past <laughs> this, and Boba is somehow back with Grogu, has this new Lamborghini ship, <laughs> and all of this stuff has already happened, it's like, what? Yeah. Did I miss something? What yeah. happened? Okay. And and it's but but the thing is, anyone who watches Mandalorian is going to be watching this. So right. I don't know about anyone. I have friends who are not Star Wars people who, because the Mandalorian is was such a a thing, it was so in the news that cultural they, moment. Yes, yeah. that they watched that, and now. They know that Boba Fett is like an important person in Star Wars, but they don't care about this. Well, mm, so I will, like so I will, like I will problem. push my glasses up and say, <laughs> well, actually, okay, well then that's fair. That's so, fair. You know, I, I mean, I guess yeah. I'm being selfish for me alone. Right, I, I mean, don't to care, put to put so. you know a spear, a, a, a dark uh, saber a in your spear. theory here. Yeah. But. Okay, all right. You know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna hoist yourself on your own Beskar, Petard. Yeah. You're not really hoisting anything, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> this is so half baked. This episode is so bad already. Okay, but the cool thing on. in here is Boba's theme and Mando's theme blend in a really satisfying way. Yeah. I love it when themes do that. Oh it's yeah, really, really satisfying. And I hope that variation is on a future soundtrack release. Cut to a giant ring station. Now, for me, I immediately thought Ringo Vinda from season six of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be because we didn't really see settlements on the interior. This was a little, it had a, a shade of Elysium. It had a shape of a shade of Halo, had a shade of the ring station from the Expanse. Yeah. It could be an entirely new thing. We don't know what it is. What we do know is that it was cool. 
Oh, I, I'm a big fan of ringed planets and cities. Yeah. This station was very cool. Yeah. It's um, I, in my until they say otherwise. For me, though, it's Ringo Vinda because um, I just love that it would have a little bit of Clone Wars in here. Yeah. For me, I immediately thought Treasure Planet. It's Treasure Planet. Which ages me to a very specific, you know, mm. period in time. But they have something very similar of a, a ship port on a moon. That's uh, of like right. that cre- of that crescent shape kind of thing. It's right next to Atlantis on my haven't seen list. Exactly, it's the same. Add it to the list. Anyway, I've read Treasure Islands. Does that count? Uh, it's based on it. Okay. So, um, Muppet Treasure well, Island count. That's uh, that works definitely like, always, okay. always. always. Treasure Island always counts. Tim Curry. Uh, so Mando <laughs> enters the bar. He puts down a bag. He asks for his reward from an Ishi Tib who's speaking Huttese. The voice of this character is Helen Sadler, who played Ray in the Lego mm. Star Wars Holiday Special. Plays Ray in a lot of Lego things and does all, in Star Wars animation does a lot of voices. Anyway, so it was very cool that that they were involved. They want him to stay and have a meal with them, and he just wants to move on. He's like, screw you, I'm going. I'd put that on ice if I were you. And then screws off. He activates his visor and sees hidden markings on the walls everywhere, finally seeing a mythosaur mark over a doorway, and what is it? It's the the, new armorer's den. So Mm. we're back, the same music cue cuts in, and he walks through in this immense room, and there, there she is. We've been a, we've spent a whole season of Mando without her, and now she pops up on another show that Matt wishes was numerically <laughs> distinctive. I'm played, just saying, I'm just saying, you know, played, I'm just saying. played by our old friend of the old show, Emily Swallow, and she doesn't just do it's it's worth repeating. She doesn't just do the voiceover. She's in the suit. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. is in that suit, and, and we're big fans. Tend to him. And out comes Paz Vizla, who we met in Chapter 3 of The Mandalorian, but we're actually getting confirmation that his name is Paz Vizla. Yeah. Is Vizla. So he is from, as we will get into, house a Vizla. whole house yeah. there that, with a lot of history. And voiced by Jon Favreau, who played pre-Vizla in the Clone Wars, but the action figure back then only said Heavy Duty Mando, mm. and yeah. it was spelled weirdly, and the uh, like Vizla was spelled... Yeah. Differently. If I remember correctly, he was Matt was a was a big fan of heavy duty Mando. I was here. heavy duty yeah. Mando. Well, he Come can still that can, that can still be something you buy or okay. something. Yeah. But the fact that he's a Vizsla is important for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. No. This is better. This is better. It's better. He's not. He's no. not disagreeing. Yeah. With no, you. I'm not disagreeing at all. I feel like he is. I feel like he's splitting hairs here. Are we, <laughs> we going to split? Okay. Let's unpack. Anyway, no. His last scene. Last. Anyway, Mando thanks him for saving him on Navarro. And I'm thinking, what was it? It's like 2019. That was Somebody, so long ago. Was like, yeah, how was, long is another one? We're different people. It's been 84 years. Um, Truly. It turns out after that whole butchery on Navarro, there's only three of them now. I don't know if he's talking about their. They're just their covert or the entire. I think it is just the three. I get the impression it is just the yeah. three of them. There's not a mysterious third that isn't yeah. Armando. It's it's sad. Oh, yeah. Really but, sad. but are yeah. we saying they're covert or just or the children of the watch in general? Like everyone who buys into the creed. This is the way all that. Well, they did say they're covert. So, yeah, I think it's just their group. That's I think been it's their yeah. covert. Yeah. That's not the yeah. entire children of the yeah. watch is how I saw it. Well, it'd be a pretty weak. If- I might I might be OK with. 
all of them ending, but we'll get into that. You don't yeah, like the Children yeah. of the Watch. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We'll, yeah. we'll get in. Have, have we for a Caitlin while? Caitlin M. Anyway, Bush versus Children of the Watch <laughs> next week. <laughs> Ooh. I know what side I'm taking. Coming up right before the... Rebels! Okay, okay, no. We, we have a lot to go on. So. Also... Yeah. And Monster Trucks. Thank you. And Monster Is that so much to ask for? The armorer asks what caused Caesar's wound. He says, what caused a moon like that? Man is like, nothing. He says, no. He holds up the dark saber and she's asked to see it. And this is a good line. She says, all this talk of the Empire may lasted less than 30 years. Mandalorians have existed 10,000. And she extends it and asks him what he knows about it. He says, I know a little bit. <laughs> Not really. That's what he says. Like, <laughs> I'm told it's the Darksaber. He says, do you understand its significance? He says, whoever wields it can lead all of Mandalore. If it is won by creed in battle, it is said one warrior will defeat 20 and the multitudes will fall before it. If, however, it is not won in combat and falls into the hands of the undeserving, it will be a curse unto the nation. Mandalore will be laid to waste and its people scattered to the four winds. And I'm thinking this is a big chunk of change in terms of Star Wars Rebels and everything yep. we know about Sabine giving it to Bo-Katan. Yeah, just a little nice info dump in case you didn't watch Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. You know, just, just adding that. Or the there. end of Mando season two. I feel like we got a good crash course. Well, and we're right. getting that. I feel like this is this is like I feel like this is like a little bit yeah, more reaffirming uh, depth, yeah, a lot. You know, that. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. moving forward a little bit more, she tells us the Tar Vizsla story. It was forged a thousand years ago mm, by the yeah. Mandalore Tar Vizsla, who's both Mandalorian and Jedi. As we know from stuff from that gorgeous 2D animated sequence from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. But if you know, if you're one of Caitlin's people who only watches Mando because of its cultural <laughs> significance, you don't know Tar Vizsla from that plumber over there. No, you so, should, you should no, show you. up and it's yeah, like you, right chapter there. 156 and be like, oh man, I'm I'm behind yeah, 75 yeah, chapters. Hey, yeah. no, Caitlin, who's Tar Vizsla? Also, look at my lacrosse stick. Isn't it cool? Anyway, so he says, no, I'm you know, I met a Jedi. And she's like, oh, so you've completed your quest. Then you can join our covert as we rebuild. And they ch share a joyful trio of this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you, Caitlin. And thank you, belatedly, Matt. <laughs> I got that. Just so listeners, just so you know, the Matt's alternative response to this is the way is yeah <laughs> um well because I, I got I, I got thoughts on i'm a little freaked out by them now i don't know if i'm like why are you, you know, freaked out i don't know I, I as you should i as we all as we should have yeah. been since the more we learned about them in season two of mando oh yeah because yeah. it's a cult it's a cult it's a yeah cult. i don't know they start creepy like you're freaking me out lady like she's and telling me the cult, whole mandalore story 45. it's like okay it's just a laser sword let's not get crazy you're you know, fine. Okay. We're fine. I, th I think that is too much of a course, correct? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brian's seriously. Like, whoa, no, whoa. but seriously. Throw, like throw the, a little, the rules, throw a little dignity on it. Yeah, I don't know. Then, John, you're smarter than that. But Guy who owns 30 of them. <laughs> He's throw a little smarter than that. But also, I go back to, it is a cult, and he has been brainwashed. Yeah, yes. exactly. He's been brainwashed. It just seems like they, they, they don't, they might not, I don't sense that they have his best interests in mind, necessarily. Well, mm -mm. Yeah. probably no not. But also, I, I'm just... You know, back on now. I'm going to restart my support group for people that don't want Matt to end up with the dark saber. 
<laughs> oh man, it'll be a party if I do. So, so pa- yeah. Paz asks where he got it. Mando says he defeated Moff Gideon, but didn't kill him. Moff Gideon. We then get a little information update on Moff Gideon. Who Caitlin Moff Gideon is? A messy bitch who loves drama. That's right. Yeah. He says go. he got sent off to the New Republic for interrogation and will face justice. So for that cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> no, they're not going to kill him. They're interrogating him. So as far as I know, there's no death penalty yet. There's a lot of Mando blood on our hands. They, uh, the armor and Paz, would rather see him executed. But that may still happen. Who knows? So... She, the armor brings up the mythosaur again, which is another myth, mythosaur reference. Honestly, they open up this, uh, as she's giving this speech, they open up this this little crate that includes all of her, her tools uh, for forging Beskar. And as they're opening it up, some part of me expected the steam to go away and for a mythosaur egg or something to be like in the in the in the crate and for them to say like we're going to create yeah. a new mythosaur and then a, bunch, you go. a bunch of off-world jawas pop up and go suka suka yeah, honestly suka. like i i'd had no at this point in the episode i had no idea i think a mythosaur could still pop up in something she says sadly it only exists in legends and how many things from legends have then become exists canon? in legends no, i know where it's gonna be the hell oh, you do. I do but, know where it's going to be. No, I, I want to hear this. Go I want to hear this. All right, well, not to jump ahead, but it's going to be in like the under uh, in the, the, the the underwater oh, yeah, river yeah. on Mandalore. I, yeah, yeah. That yeah. has that was quote unquote destroyed. Yeah, really destroyed. Ba- really badly his... said, but I know what you're talking. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 the underwater yeah. thing with the, the... <laughs> the underwater thing. I knew what you meant. Um, Thank you. Yeah, There's a lot. We, this we episode. knew. We yeah. knew. We yeah, knew. We knew. We knew. Um. So she asks about the spear and says, "Look, this this is this isn't good. This can pierce Beskar. It puts Mandalorians at risk. Mandalorian steel is meant for armor, not weapons." He says, "Then forge it into armor," and he gives her the gives her the spear. Yeah, and their forge is now rebuilt. Him and Paz have have rebuilt her forge, and so she starts forging the the spear. And we have another Mando. Then says, "Have we ever heard of Bo Katan Kreez? The armor goes on in case. Here's another info dump. I, I guess if you haven't watched Rebels or didn't know her history before that, Bo Katan is a cautionary tale. She once laid claim to rule Mandalore based purely on blood and the sword you now possess. But it was gifted to her and not won by creed. Bo-Katan Kreez was born of a mighty house, but they lost sight of the way. Her rule ended in tragedy. They lost their way, and we lost our world. And then she says, Arsec was cloistered on the moon of Concordia or else we would not have survived the Great Purge. All of that is is great stuff from Rebels. Yeah. And then we, we get a gorgeous flashback kind of to the Great Purge, wherein we just see a bunch of Imperials destroying what we assume to be Mandalore. Yeah, well, there's Thai bombers bombing away on Mandalore, and she mentions something called the Night of a Thousand Tears, which we've heard dropped before, and I'm wondering if that's yep. what this is. It looks very similar to the Cap- Mandalorian capital city of Sundari, is the big building that explodes. Yeah. And I'm, fr- uh, what what other building would it be? And then in the aftermath, you have probe droids and K2 Imperial droids roaming around. I thought yes. it was interesting. Yes, security droids. Yeah, Rogue One connection. Um, 
walking around in the fires and depending on now when this happened it wouldn't none of them would be k2 before reprogramming but i'm wondering if that's a thing no but <laughs> that, it did break my heart it did break crazy. my heart a little this bit this is the first we're ever seeing f- image of the great purge or the night of a thousand years we've only heard them referred to before only those that walked the way escaped the curse prophesied in the creed so she's pretty much saying all of the other mandos who aren't in in this cult with us including bokatan they're all cursed um, someday we may be able to return to our home world. So for all of this stuff that she spews out, all of this Mando history, again, cannon, cannon, fire. And she holds up the Beskar spear and says, what shall I forge? Mando says something for a foundling. And she said, and then he says, for a specific foundling, Grogu. And I screeched. This anyway. is another scream moment. <laughs> yeah. Armor yeah. says, he's like, look, it's great. He's not your care anymore with, uh, you know, he's with his own kind. But Mando then says, I want to see him and make sure he's safe. So Armor says, in order to master the ways of the force, Jedi must forgo all attachment. And Mando says, that is the opposite of our creed. Loyalty yeah. and solidarity are the way. Yep. Yeah. And we and which is which that's the first time that we have ever heard an explanation as to what the way is. Yeah, this right. this is it's like lo- loyalty, solidarity, never taking off your helmet, liking cults, not liking spears. <laughs> cults. Um yeah. Yeah. doing stuff being in spooky places, having horns yep. on your helmet, yeah. all of that. <laughs> And then she says, well, what do you want me to make him? <laughs> and we still throughout, we do not see. No, we what never see makes, it. It's in a little, I'm very curious. it's in a little, you know, when you're going to run away as a kid and you have a stick with the handkerchief on the end. And it's, it's, it's like tie a little bag. And it's tied and it looks like his ears. Yeah. It, it looks does. like Rogue's little ears. It's so we cute. don't see what's inside this handkerchief bag. He takes that out again later. We don't know what's in it. Any guesses, Matt Romano, as to what's in this bag? You know, I, I was thinking a lot about this. Um, I think maybe it's like a bunch of just like like um Beskar marbles, you know, and he's going to go all Magneto on somebody's ass, you know, because he can use the force. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like Grogu's weapon's going to be just like Beskar marbles. You know? So like so like whistling birds, but yeah, used, propelled with the force. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can throw the Beskar up, and, up in the in the sky and like Deadly. use the force. To like shoot through people or something, and he could also just play marbles. He can just play marbles, and that's a that's toy. A, you know, it baby? seems like it's fun for everybody. Matt yeah. Romano, side question: Did you ever play marbles as a kid? You know, I never understood marbles. I think I did. No. You know, I, 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 I honestly, I don't know what the hell they are. Yeah, yeah, like they, they all have weird names. They're really like, just little balls, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. They're, they're the Ambush. pogs of of the fifties. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. like. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, but that's I played marbles. Podcast. I played jacks. My grandparents were very into their grandchildren doing that. Yeah, anyway. see, it was okay, one of those so things. So Caitlin and Bush, yeah. you, you, you marbles. But, but to answer, uh, furthermore, my other question, marbles, they're, they're really just little balls, right? <laughs> they're little balls. But I will yep. say my guess for what is in the little, in the little. Yes, that's the more important yes, Caitlin, question. Yes. Uh, is I originally, I thought that maybe she was going to form him a teeny little helmet. Yes, I thought that too. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's because you want that. You've been wanting yeah. that since day we've one. We've said that. We've been saying, yeah, we've we've been saying we want that yeah. with his little ears sticking out. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Matt, you've been uh, playing that drum from moment one. <laughs> I have been. I want they, it. We yeah. both have. Yeah. Matt and I are yeah, in agreement we're on the same here. page right there. But I will say, the given the the shape and the the it's so flat and small, I think that she has forged him a another sigil of their clan of two. Yeah. Yeah, for him to and wear, I think yeah, I think yeah, yeah I think, I think so. yeah, the mud horn yeah. Um, yeah. that he defeated and after he protected the child's 
she formed him this this little sigil with their clan of two, and I think that he wants to gift Grogu with this this little sigil, and that is just really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to fight with it or defend it. It's like a whole spear to make just that. She she there was more. Well, left she uses that. She uses like I think she only heats the 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 end of it here, yeah. like the the tip, mm. the 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 actual sharp part of the spear. Yeah. So I think she used that, and then I think she has some leftover Beskar. Just or or a Beskar coating. Maybe the spear was always just coated in Beskar. Yeah. You know, it's, it's copper underneath or something. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know about that. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know about that. Pure. They've always said pure Beskar. I think she has made uh, Grogu a, a sigil to go along with his dad. And they are the clan of two, and he is now going to have his own special little. Mud. So why not the both? Better, better why not in the sack a sigil and some marbles? Yeah, uh, it could be both. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably I, I, it's that, probably neither. That works but, for me. Know. Marbles are great. <laughs> anyway, cut to armor training with Mando, and he's using the dark saber, and she's just using her tools, and which must be made out of Beskar because they're deflecting yeah. the dark saber, and she is speaking Mandoa, which this is. This is crazy that Mandoa has has made it into the show. If it may have before this, but it passed me right by as she's saying "Solus Taad Ein Queer," which means one, two, three, four in Mandoa. But it's never been outward. I was like, "Is that yeah. Mandoa?" And I looked it up. It's like it's absolutely Mandoa, which is such legends deep cuts. But she and she's taking him through his paces, trying to teach him how to fight with a lightsaber, which she doesn't know how to either. So, yeah, because know. she keeps his big yeah. problem is he's fighting against the blade is what she keeps saying. And he's the dark saber is too strong for him. He's not getting it, but he keeps wanting to keep going. And her biggest advice is persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome. Your body is strong, but your mind distracted. And some of us have distracted minds. And our bodies are also not strong. So I'm going to be like, everyone here, uh, everyone here, raise your, raise your what, hand. What do oh, we yeah, do, Armor? Yeah. But Paz then <laughs> steps out and says, I want that dark saber. <laughs> and, <laughs> Which and, we all saw that coming. Is, yeah, he was we coming like, from yeah. the wow, moment. It's like, okay, so he's yeah. been a member of their covert for circa five minutes. And now it was. he says, it was forged by my ancestor, founder of House Vizsla. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Mando won it in combat. Now Paz has to win it in combat. Mando agrees to the duel. They remove their jetpacks. Mando sparks up. Paz has a vibro knife and one of those cool Mando plasma bucklers. Yeah. Fate has brought this blade back to my clan. And our fate will end yours. At one point in this duel, Paz is kind of whipping Mando's butt for a lot of this. And then Mando rallies and it ends with a knife at Paz's throat. Thoughts on this quote unquote duel, Matt Romano? <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun, you know, you know, over pretty quickly. I, I was thinking right away, like uh, with the jetpacks, they took the jetpacks off and I got nervous because I was like, why don't you keep those on? If you guys fall off the, the, the gangway there, those would really come in handy. You know, there wasn't the place to take your jetpack off. You're saying you know? duels on Star Wars have a, uh, have a tendency to end in <laughs> yeah, people it's like falling. It's like this has all happened before, you know. And Down very like large shafts. Yeah. So maybe keep them on. Yeah, exactly. You might want to keep your uh, jetpacks on in Star Wars. And so the armor pronounces it done and asks if Pass has ever removed his helmet. Has it ever removed? been removed by others? And he says, no one both counts. She asked the same of Mando. And for a second, I thought he was going to lie. Yeah. But she says, by creed, you must vow. And he's honest. He says, I have. 
And we've seen it three times that I can count. Then you are a Mandalorian no more. Oh, come on. Where, where did this question come from? You yeah, know, honestly. I'm like, it's so extreme. And yeah. it's like either abide by every single rule or, or you're done. And he begs for forgiveness and, is, and says, how can I atone? And Paz just says, leave apostate. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. But there is one way he can atone, and it's to what you were alluding to before, yeah. Matt. I'm just going to – there's no way to paraphrase this, so okay. I'm just going to read, yeah, the, read the whole thing. Yeah. The armor says, according to Creed, one may only – according to Creed Bratton over in the corner. No, no, no. <laughs> according to Apollo Creed – no, also wrong. Nope, nope. According to Creed, one may only be redeemed in the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore. There you go. That <laughs> was way off. But the mines are all destroyed, and the armor says – this is the way. And I'm thinking, well, this is his next quest in The Mandalorian. But yeah. first, we'll go off and hook up with Boba Fett for reasons right. and deal with that. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boba, uh, no, again, I did it. You um, did it again. Yeah, there you go. Mando, it's, it's going to be a thing, I guess. Mando snaps up the Darksaber, his jetpack, and he screws off. He's in the port of Ringo Vinda or the station, whatever it is. And an announcement says nonstop service to Tatooine is now boarding at gate oh, number man. one. And we've got a security <laughs> droid stops Mando and it's another Rex droid. We've now seen them fly star tours, fly shuttles, DJ at Oga's and be dealers in Garza's sanctuary. And now they're working security <laughs> for commercial flying. He says you have to remove your weapons, and Mando right. gives him. I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are part of my religion. And this is why, Matt, this is why Mando needs his own ship. Yes. Because he really can't fly commercial. He's flying commercial. Because he relents, and he, for him, it's not just like, okay, here's my one weapon. Yep. He takes his blaster out, yep. then the darts of the whistling birds. Then knife, ammo, grapple cord, every single little trick he has, and the Darksaber, and is entrusting it to an airline. Do not trust the Darksaber to commercial airlines, but anyway, he does, and the whole time I'm thinking, this is not good, this is not good. No, for a minute I thought we were going to get, like, Din Djarin on the on the phone with, like, you know, customer support at Starliner <laughs> for the rest of the episode. It's part of my religion. I started a whole curse because of it. I have to go to these mines that are destroyed. You lost my luggage. It's my favorite gun. Okay. No, 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 sir. You got to pipe down because I am just doing my job. It is a what? A dark saber? Made of a special kind of Beskar. Yeah. We'll reimburse you for it. It's like, no, you don't understand. There is only one and it has a curse on it. And I'm, this is, and technically it's like, does this mean that the airline would be worthy of ruling Mandalore? If they lost it and then found it, it's like, hey, look what I wanted to do. <laughs> nah, Jerry, oh, your no. son didn't win that in a duel. He stole it out of some other guy's luggage on the plane. Oh, no. Um, and that's something we learned earlier. It should be noted that the hilt of the Darksaber is itself made of Beskar. And a very, and a very specific kind of Beskar. Yep. So for that cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> But anyway, this just ends up being Mando's little trip on on a commercial shuttle. He's in flight, and what happens on a flight? He's looking at the stars, and a Rodian kid in the seat behind him comes up and just checks him out for a minute. He's still, and he's Waves looking at, at him. He's yeah, he's looking at the little uh, bag for Grogu. He lands in Mos Eisley. He gets the case back, and everything's including the dark is still there. 
So, I was shocked. I was genuinely shocked. So was I. I was like, well, that was a fun little interlude. I guess it's really driving home why he needs his own ship is what I'm getting at again. Yeah. It's, oh, it's I, I like, love this. It was so so adorable. Adorable. And I like that it was, they, it was just adorable with no consequences. Well, it reminds him of Grogu, you know, the kid looking over the yeah. seat, you know, just great. But the yeah. checking the weapons, it's like it, it doesn't exist for a story, yeah. for a plot point or anything. It's just there yeah. for oh, to yeah. be fun. And, and you know that you you can't see Mando's face, but you know under there, Din is kind of he's kind of smiling like, to himself uh, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so we cut to and he arri- he arrives at Tatooine. And a lot of people go in the Tatooine first. Uh, just to really quiet. A lot of people. Why are all yeah. these people it's the going place to Tatooine? To be. Become a hot destination. Yeah. It's cool now. Uh, I thought uh, the whole uh, thing was like nobody went to Tatooine, and here's a ship that has a thousand people <laughs> going to Tatooine. Been, it's always been hot. <laughs> it's I, I get it. It's hot. And I guess we will say yeah. I will. My argument to this is that it seems like this is acting as a bus, and as we see later on, some of the people are at the stop and then continue on with yeah. the bus mm, past yeah. this this destination. Okay. So it's it's hot. Hopping from mul- to multiple planets. That makes sense. So not that everyone on that okay. ship is going to. Yeah. We're stopping Tatooine. in Binghamton, but we're landing in Ithaca. <laughs> right. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. And it's not a that's thousand a reference people. That, that's that's yeah. a reference that everyone understands. I appreciate that reference. Well, that's been on that road. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it's not a thousand people on this ship. What are you, nuts? It's not the Enterprise D. <laughs> anyway. And not the I Baku. Don't I don't know. A lot of people on the ship. Look. We cut to a BD unit droid, like BD-1 from Jedi Fallen Order, the game that we've all played, finished, and loved. I was and so I happy. Lo- Caitlin, I, mu- I thought you must have been screaming, squealing with joy for this, because I know oh, you I love BD-1. so happy. How cool is it to see I know him? it's not I know it's not our BD. It's not I would not think that it is the BD that we know and love, but it's still, no. they're just so freaking cute. It's adorable, and it's in live action, which is even better. Yeah. Looks um, great, and too. there's so much personality to it's, these it's little, little like It's little like it's like when yeah. it's doing its little things. You, yeah. you listeners can't see what I'm doing, but yeah. it is, but it is cute little, as hell. Yeah. It, it was it was adorable. <laughs> um, now, and I just wrote in live action, yay! So that's the second week in a row that a beloved droid that we know is now in live action, isn't it? Yeah, we got the bunny droid, Let's we got a BD it. droid. What's next? <laughs> Christmas. Um, <laughs> The Christmas droid. And then it is snatched up by a creature and out comes Pelimato, Amy Sedaris, uh, popping yes. up in Star Wars when you should expect her, but don't. And she's trying to blast that creature. And we're back with Amy Sedaris her, and her increasing menagerie of droids. Menagerie is the correct word. Very quickly becoming my favorite Star Wars character. Of all time. She is delightful. And <laughs> unexpected darling of New York City Comic Con cosplay. Yes. Still got um bad motivator R five D four with her, the the merry team of team of pit droids, and let's not forget Treadwell. Yes, there's Treadwell. only there's only one Pelimato related character that is not in this scene that should have been. And I was very I was thinking for a second, I'm like are they, is he going to be there? Is he going to be there just like visiting? No. Dr. Mandible, not in the scene. Oh, no, no. Not and there. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's yep. a big misstep. Yep. I'm sorry. And Favreau. R.I.P. You're going to pay for that. He'll be back. R. He'll R. be back. You wait and see. I don't think, I don't think he will be, but, <laughs> but I appreciate so? uh, the optimism. Right. No. And I will say, she, she Pelimata, once again, has the best lines, and she has the best line here when... 
she is being ripped away by this creature. Like the opening scene from Jurassic Park, which, of course, yes. Bryce Dallas Howard would know all about. Oh, yeah, of yeah. That's course. Right, that's She's right. being ripped away, and her droids aren't coming to help her. They're cowering in fear, and from out of nowhere, who comes in to Blam. shoot the creature and save her life? She has the best freaking line, and it is, of course... Hey, look, everyone, it's Mando! <laughs> which is how I felt about this entire episode. Yeah. That well, is That she just summed up the entire episode. Oh, yeah. He he blasts and she goes, what an entrance. And then it's like, wah, wah, and then says exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. And and it's it, and I'm like, OK, so now we're with this. And this is about the point where I where I gave up because I had been writing a lot of armor lines and Amy Sedaris rattles this techno gibberish off oh, so my. fast. And I don't know what's written, what's her, what's a mishmash of what. But it's so it comes so fast and furious. I got a couple of them, but I was just like at one point, I was you, Caitlin. I was like, it's too much. I can't. It's too I much. Can't. Yeah. I can't. So she. The, why is he there? Well, he sends her a message He's like, find me a replacement for the Razor Crest. I need one. I I don't want to check my weapons every time I need to fly. She has a ship. Takes his coin. The thing is, uh, the droids counted up, and I like this not because she thinks it won't be enough. I want to make sure it's not too you're much. Not, you're not <laughs> yeah. paying me too much, my dude. <laughs> I'm like, and God, I, she's delightful. And still, I'm like, Amy Sedaris in Star Wars is still just blowing my mind. And asks, "Where's your little unlikely companion?" He says he's returned to his kind. She says, "I could have made good money off that thing." Why the hell would you do that? I could have made good money off that thing. Open a petting zoo. And he's like, all right, where's the ship? She says, ready to have your mind blown? She takes the tarp off this thing. And what is it? Phantom Menace fans, get ready. It's an yep. N1 starfighter from the Phantom Menace, personally commissioned by the Queen of Naboo. And I was not expe- I was not expecting that. Neither was I. Matt Romano, did you what did you think that would be the ship under this tarp? No, but they know exactly what they are doing, and I love them <sighs> for true. it. It's just great. I saw this take earlier and I was like, okay, no more station wagon. Now you get a sports car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's like the especially later on when we see that it literally has a, an engine above it, like rumbling. Yeah. I'm like, they literally gave him a muscle car. Oh yeah, that's that's what they did. <laughs> they gave him a Dom Toretto uh, yes. muscle starfighter family. Well, yeah. And also, just talk about like you know when you talk about how people's uh, relationship to cars and the fandom's relationship to this ship. Like, you know, when, when, when you didn't know anything about the prequels and you got those first images of those movies and the starfighters were those hot yellow ships, like, you know, your imagination just ran wild. And whether but it you was, were, oh yeah. it was also, it was weird because it's like, it was we're used weird, to live but it was in also X-wings. Star Wars and like, wow, like it was different. And like, it was just, it was so exciting. I don't know how to sum up what that ship they're like was. little port. It was like little Porsches. Yeah. All of a sudden, it, it was, like running around in Star Wars. Yeah. It, it took a little getting used to for me. I remember. It's like, what are these yellow sports cars? Uh, I was into and it like right away, and I'll never forget. I, there, yeah. the, there was a the the yeah. game on Xbox, uh, like Star Wars Starfighter. Yeah. Oh uh, man, just uh, something wow. like what that. a ship. I know what you're talking. You about. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. That, yeah. that game. Yeah. Big fan. Um, there's only one older game like that that beats it. <laughs> Um, it's got some guy named Rash Dendar. I, I don't want to now, get into it, but uh, whatever his name <laughs> is. Yes, you do. Yes, you do want to get into it. Um, anyway, he's not having, he says, do you want your credits back? And he says, yes. No skin off my dip swap. That's my line. Lunch. That was my yep. favorite line from her. Cause I'll use that now. I'm going to use that in my real life. 
You're not going to remember. I'm going to do it. Another Star yeah. Wars-ism to add okay, to our yeah. ongoing Dip list. Dip Swap is one I could use a lot. Matt yeah. Romano, $10 yeah. to have that tattooed on your arm. Dip Swap? like No, yeah. no skin off my Dip Swap. Oh, hmm, I don't know. Dip Swap. I don't know. That would be the P. first Star Wars-ism I right. put on my body. $15. <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll table she's going to give him his money back, but first going to sell him on this thing. Do you know how hard it is to find all these original parts from way back in the Galactic Republic? They're all handmade, no droids. And she's going to add some custom modifications. And this she is- She tries real hard. Yeah, she's oh, giving yeah, him the Hans. I like she says custom made Alana personal modifications myself. But if you don't mind, <laughs> if we can just get on board. And, and I like that she also adds, it's like it's going to make it- Faster than a father. So just in case we all remember our delightful horse creatures from The Last Jedi. So we're getting everything packed in here that we possibly can. Also, the best thing is much like the Razor Crest because it's pre-Empire. It's off the grid. And in case you were wondering, Caitlin and Bush, it can jump to hyperspace without a docking ring. Navarro, hit me some with some air horns, please. Here you go, here you go. all for you. All yeah. For you. Nice. There's a line also that she says about how it's a how it's a classic. I'm telling you, Mando, you gotta believe me. This is a classic. Nobody appreciates the classics. Like she's describing the prequels there. It's like it's almost like yeah. the, the Starfighter is like embodying the prequels. And she's like, you don't understand. I don't appreciate the classics. And it's like, look at this beautiful hunk of metal here. I like, it, it's so much nice. prequel love. It's, that's that's insane to me. Is when did the prequels become the classics? But they are now. They are I know. now. They are that's now. just crazy to me. It's, crazy. it's been twenty years, baby. Yeah, twenty years. Like the nostalgia Caitlin, is off the Caitlin, charts in this scene. Gonna, like gonna, everything gonna, she's gonna, saying. <laughs> I'm going to uh, have to request that you never say that again, kid. <laughs> <laughs> also, it, it's true. It's their nostalgic and we, and we love them now because everyone has a whole new trilogy to hate. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I remember when it's like, this would have been like, oh, we don't want this in Star Wars. We get rid of this. People hated the prequels. Nah, it's I great. also remember when I had to walk to school with only newspaper wrapped around my feet in the <laughs> and, snow. And, you know, up, 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 uphill both ways through a snowstorm. Yeah, both ways, yeah. both ways. But you know <laughs> yeah. what this ship really needs, Caitlin M. Bush? A turbonic venture assimilator. That's what she all she cycles needs. through so many different lovely Star Wars isms yeah. here. It's very similar to, I mean, the everything that you know when the original Star Wars cast talks about the ridiculous things that they had to spout off and make it seem like it was real. We got broccoli guy and walrus man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like it, it, just like the she Amy Sedaris delivers these so intentionally and so quickly and you believe all of it and it's just gorgeous it's the Harrison Ford thing where it's like you can type this but you can't say it yeah there we Um, go that's exactly she says well it's brand new well Jawa new and apparently she's been giving the Jawas lists of what she wants and she used to date one of them dated a Jawa for a while they're quite furry very furry Lot of issues. And she keeps bringing up how furry they <laughs> she are. She keeps saying furry, and I'm like, the man. The less oh, I know, man, the and better. And then she just goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 multiple times. She like, stitch, she like, kind of the hairball, like remembering the hair. Like, oh god. And I'm like, I don't want to see can't. him without. Not even the robe. I don't want to see the hood down. Uh, Some no. part of me is like, do Jawas just look like the desert version of Ewoks now? Ooh, are they just? No. Are they just giant? Are they just like so large teddy Ewoks bears under robes? robes? I still think that they're just probably like black furred, glowing eye 
creeps. I don't and know. Voids. I, yeah, voids. Like voids. Yeah, I, don't know. yeah. I, I, I hope we I hope we never meet Desert Ewoks. I hope we person. never understand. I hope we <laughs> never Okay, now, yeah. two of them come in, and Mando makes a little wish list of his own. He's looking for, and I quote, a bolt-on aftermarket speed mod. Um, and I think we, we, we're all, People man, it's like this. Oh, yeah. you and I sing love songs about when we're going to find ours. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you I can't operate without it. You can't, you can't live your life. My belt on aftermarket yeah. speed mod. <laughs> yeah, it keeps me up at night. Yeah. It keeps oh, me well. up at night that we're still looking. I got some pills for that. No, yeah. that the two of you are singing this oh, okay. so yeah, loudly true. while that I'm trying true. to sleep. Yeah. Oh, really singing you to sleep. So she mentions, again, she keeps, she keeps mentioning, um, that she that she's dated the Jawa and then tells one of them that she's she's she just says I'm working on me right now. Yep. <laughs> like Listen, one of them oh, is, is saying, "Well, let's try again." Listen, and she's she also says like at one point to Mando how she's like never been off world and she's just a local gal. Like we need to see her yeah. Star Wars local story. Gal. You know, like, I want a movie about Pelimato. Yeah, give me the movie. Pelimato yeah, the animated series. Pelimato <laughs> yeah. the flamethrower. There we go. The kids love this one. So special sublight engine mechanism installed and with a special button. And this is important. She says, you hit this button, you're going to excavate your exhaust manifold, if you know what I mean. I think we know what she means. Oh, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Going to need the vac tube. What do you know? <laughs> Jawas come in with a cryogenic density combustion booster. And I thought this was cool because it's a big tube, but it looks ex- – it- didn't this look exactly like what Han tries to stop the trash compactor with in A New Hope? Yes. Oh, that big silver funny. tube. Okay. That they're trying. It, it's exactly that same thing. Oh, that's I, I wild. Thought. Too much. Um, uh oh. And they got it off a Pike Spice <laughs> Runner. And here's just a small connection to the show, oh. um, the Book of Boba Fett. Pelly says she goes on about the Pikes. Everyone's afraid of them. Law enforcement won't even go near them. That's about as much plot. As we I was get waiting for the, more uh, to so come. Like that's like yeah. the first thing that we. There's get. only one guy who'll go up against them, and that's this daimyo who wears a helmet a lot like yours. He's over that, on Mos Espa. That's what I thought we were going to start getting. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you know this guy. He just came in recently. He's causing some some ruckus. Yeah. You in- know. Instead, she says a lot more stuff really quickly, and I didn't write <laughs> any of it down. I just wrote. She says a lot of stuff. I've got a hot take about this moment, though. Sound it. Do tell. Hot take from Matt Romano. Hot take. They could definitely show up in the the future episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. So the Jawas are incredible at getting things, acquiring different pieces of technology. At one point, I think. uh, Gutsy little fellas. You know, because they they stole this from the Pikes. Yeah. Yeah. So when he gets hired by Boba Fett to help him take out the Pikes. Who's he going to call on? Who's coming to the fight yeah. but the Jawas? So you're going to have Jawas, Sand People. Interesting. Tatooine Unite. I mean, wow. between everything with that we already saw with him and the exactly. Tuskins and him oh, adopting them. Can you imagine Matt. Jawas oh, on the field? That makes so much yeah. sense. Matt, I love this take. So you're thinking you're saying Matt. the little friend Matt. that he's going to meet is not Grogu. He's going to meet a Jawa and recruit an army of Jawas? I mean, I No, I, I still think I still part. think he's yeah. going to... Oh. Yeah, I still but, think that little friend means. Yeah, I'm Grogu, hoping that still means but, Grogu. But I think that he that Dinjar and put this information in the back of his head, and he's like, you know what? Yeah. Boba's gonna be like, oh my no, oh no, we need we need a bunch of hubcaps. I don't know where to get all these hubcaps. And he's like, I know a guy that can get hubcaps, and the Jawas got to go get him. I know a lot that's, of little guys. First off, that's your Boba, and that's what he's gonna need. <laughs> I don't know, that's so bad. I don't know why hubcaps. Yeah. People used to steal hubcaps. You know that was a thing. 
They don't even have okay. hubcaps anymore. Um, I like that hot take until I didn't. Um, okay. I still like it. I really think if if Mando's the one to unite the Jawas and and Boba kind of reconnects what's what's so, some of his Tuscans. Yep. Hopefully, I'm still laying out hope the Tuscan warrior is still alive. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, letting yeah. go of that. Yeah. and we bring Tatooine united against the Pikes. Yep, that's cool. That's cool. That's something yeah. that can can happen. That is cool. cool. Yeah. But for the moment, don't matter. Doesn't work. Don't worry about it because we we don't really cut to Pikes or anything story related. We cut instead to a giant dragon on a roof crowing. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I this thing is. Sucks. I definitely. Tatooine sucks. I love no, so it's much. awesome. Tatooine no, 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 no. is awesome. You have to deal with little, like, furry. Uh, granted, I love rats, but little furry rats, like, running around in the streets. You have to deal with giant yeah, dragons in the skies. Like, when you yeah. live on Tatooine, you are living on the edge of society, yep. and you have to be aware yeah. of everything at all times. All times. Look, it's it's rough. I'm not saying I want to live there. I'm saying, but to set an adventure story. Oh, it's amazing. It's Absolutely. amazing. So I'm saying it sucks. Happening. I don't want to live there. Yeah. yeah. Every pundit the last two weeks who has who has written way too much about Star Wars having a quote unquote Tatooine problem. No, it doesn't. Oh, no. Tatooine no, 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 has a no. you problem. Yeah. And Star Wars has a Tatooine <laughs> gift. Tatooine is dope. So what do you think of besides X-Wings and lightsabers? Desert and twin suns. It's iconic. So kindly shut it anywhere. There, there, there's my, it's my little rant. Brian has opinions. Yeah. No, I saw at least three. You saw it too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, avo- like, I avoided it, but I saw thoughts on that. that. I, I didn't yeah. read them, but enough. It's, where did you think the show was yeah. going to be set? F***ing, uh, y- you know, Teth? <laughs> Let, let's yeah, let's save yeah. like the Tatooine judgment for the end of this series, and we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but Caitlin, any thoughts since it's a since it's a, a big creature? Any thoughts on this random crowing dragon? I thought it was delightful. I was not expecting it. It was unnecessary, and I loved everything about it. It was a me- it was a medium stupid Star Wars monster, and I loved it. Medium, yeah, and it's it's pretty. It, it is a dragon. Yeah. It looked like dragon a dragon looking. Yeah, it was I appreciated it. It's like a dragon rooster. Yeah. Big crowing, crowing dragon. That'll that'll get you even you up in the morning, right, Matt? Yeah, all the time, all the time, every day. Out comes the finished ship. She hogged out the droid port with his disposition. She didn't think he'd want an astromech. And who else is thinking, aside from everyone, that this is going to be a very convenient little oh, spot yeah. for Grogu? Absolutely. Yes, but also I have to say. Even though I love oh. Mando getting like a a hog, you know, like a a, a midlife crisis car. That's that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I appreciate this. At the same time, my my brain kept going. Where is he going to keep bounties? Yeah, exactly. Where is he going to sleep? Exactly. Where like this mm-hmm. is not like the family van that he had before, where he could <laughs> right. keep his his mattress and his food and everything. This is like. He has to know exactly where he is going and not get yeah. stranded on his trip. And he can maybe have Grogu in his little pod there. But where is yeah, he going to keep And that's a good everything? point. Yeah. Because he's shown that he's incapable of getting from exactly. point A to point B without getting He's going to get stranded in the middle of nowhere with no supplies. And I'm worried about him. I am genuinely worried. The, you know what I think, Caitlin and Bush, is that he's also going to need somewhere to put his new Amban pulse rifle. Um, as Matt, you will attest, you, you got to <laughs> always find a place for that, right? Yeah, that's a, it takes up a lot of space. I mean, what do yeah. you do with it? I don't know. It's nerf or nothing. Or nothing. Now, th- I don't think this is the ship. 
I think this is going to be his little ship that goes inside yeah. the ship. This is the this is the if he has his RV, mm-hmm. this is the ship yeah. that is that is attached to the back of the RV. Yes. Is what you're thinking? Yes, much like in the Clone Wars in Anakin's Twilight, he sometimes had his Jedi I starfighter. Can, in okay, yeah. I think so. Han too. had the in the Force Awakens has the Aravea and the Millennium Falcon is docked inside. I'm not saying yeah. a ship okay, that, that big. That makes me feel a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. I think he'll take this out when he needs to get in a serious dogfight or get or seriously speed around, but he's going to need a bigger base of operation because, like you said, Caitlin, if he's got a cryo bounty, what is he going to tie it to the roof of this thing? <laughs> he's going to drag it through space, exactly. you know, just tie a rope it's gonna to it. It's going to look stupid. <laughs> it's just going to look dumb. He gets pulled over again by the X Wings. Like, sir, you've got a carbonite the man strapped to your car. It's Carson Teeb. It's like, look, I want to stop meeting like this, yeah, too. Yeah, please. All right. <laughs> like, this is just yeah. getting awkward at this anyway, point. It's finished, and Mando says that's a lot of engine for a little ship. And Matt, I couldn't help but thinking, tough, tough little, little ship. ship. Little. Little. <laughs> Um, instead of a test, Pelly says, I'll just take it out and fly. So Mando does, and dang Farrick, she's fast. And now, I, I wrote, now on the Book of Boba Fett, we have Din Djarin flying through Beggar's Canyon in an Abu Starfighter that was rebuilt by Amy Sedaris. <laughs> and that is a sentence that is real. Yep, and he's flying right through close to the ground doing the old pod race course. And I'm th- it's the exact same moves, the same location. And it makes it makes sense. All of a sudden, I'm like, "This is how many years since? Don't say the number, but how many years since Phantom Menace? It's like, they do kind of look like pods. And Anakin was really good yeah. with a pod, and so it would make sense that he was really good in this one. All of a sudden, wouldn't it? At the end of Phantom Menace, it's like I'm just putting that together. However oh many wow! Years yeah, later. look at that. Wow! 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 And, and like I said. Right along the same pod race track, some of the shots are are the same, and Bryce Dallas Howard choreographed this perfectly. That well, whether she was in there or not, she probably was. But it's like this was choreographed perfectly. It was so wonderful. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Then he zooms up into space, and we have a Superman moment where he pulls up next to the the thousand seat bus that Matt was complaining about before, um, <laughs> and the Rodian kid who's. Final stop obviously was Ithaca, not Binghamton. Is looks out the window <laughs> and Mando gives him the little salute. You know, in this moment, this is when I mean I think we all know this, but like Din Djarin is the perfect Star Wars character ever. Yeah. You think you know, he, if if you could if you could build a Star Wars character from scratch in this day and age, I mean he's got he's got the costume, he's got the ship. He's got the job. He's got the he's baby. Got the, he's got the, the best family, The baby. The best He's got the magazine he's got internship. The lightsaber. He's got it all. He's got the sense of humor. The he's sense got of the humor. He's got the looks. Yeah. He's got the brains. <laughs> Can one Mando truly have it all? This truly is why he is the premier Star Wars character. Right yeah. Now. You're right. He's Matt. the guy, yeah. you know, and when he does yeah. the Superman move and he, and he gives the nod, when in that moment, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is why everybody's so excited in this episode. So awesome. Star Wars, yeah. the center of Star Wars is Din Djarin. And, and he's Pedro Pascal and he's gorgeous. Oh, and it's wonderful. I don't know if I go that far, Matt, but I do love him. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I mean, yeah. I personally rather look at Ray for an hour, but, you know, you do you. <laughs> but, okay, so he's flying fast and free up here and he's loving it. So, of course, who's going to come kill his fun? When did I stop liking the sight of X-Wings? Is my question. Oh, that's because X-Wings in the past few and by the past few, I mean, these live action series that we've seen recently, all of a sudden X-Wings are not the good guys. They are this mid level annoyance, 
they are neither they are neither good nor bad. They are only getting in the way of our heroes having a good yeah. Time. It's these New yeah. Republic traffic cops, pretty much. And for some yeah. reason, they're here on Tatooine, and they ask him to. They get they fly alongside him, ruining his fun. Transmit the beacon, which he does, and then they need more. And I'm just like, oh, for Criff's sake. And one of these pilots is actually um, the same actor who played Luke's double in uh, yeah, Mando love season that. two. Love that. Yes. And they wanted to ping him back. And then we see the other pilot and it ends up, it, it Which is. they delay for they a while. They, they like put yeah. it off. It's a, it's a, a And you don't hear the voice. And it ends up, of course, being Carson Teva played by the great Paul Sun Hyung Lee, who we love. Even though Delightful. this character is starting to grate on me a little bit, but we know from other appearances that he is cool. Your voice is mighty familiar. Did you used to fly a Razor Crest? And Mando doesn't does a lot of things well. Um, Matt, you'll agree, Crush with uh, notwithstanding, that yeah. Mando doesn't bluff very well. No. Well, and we saw that earlier too when uh, when he is trying to doesn't lie but just stays silent when he's asked by the armorer have you ever removed your helmet yeah. and he just does he doesn't lie but he just stays he's not good at not telling <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i had a good reasons <laughs> yeah. all three times and one of them a droid took it I off me did i say that reason. oh kark um and, and so it's like i think you've got the wrong guy officer and carson tiva just insists on being more a part of this story and mando says screw it buggers off Hits the button that Amy Sedaris put in there and zooms away. And and one officer says, do we report this? And Carson Tiva says, they'd have to go back to base and fill out reports all day. So no. And that's the <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. <laughs> <Da -da -da -da. laughs> so I think that was literally that show. We just saw it. Yeah, that was, that was the entirety of that show. Star Wars. Yep. It's yep. literally Star Wars colon Law yeah. and Order. Check right, another right. one off the box. Like. That's the whole show. We just saw a, a whole uh, the whole run of it. In I saw I see somebody thrown it's up great. against a locker and he's like, he's a damn yeah. good pilot. Listen, it's like <laughs> so, somehow get get Jerry Orbach in there, uh, James yeah. Tolkien, get him in there. Yeah, it's like nobody yeah. takes oh, pot shots at Carson Tiva. <laughs> Benson and Stabler yeah, are there. Just because like, you gotta, yeah. Who knows? Um, Richard yeah. Belzer. Mando lands the ship in Moss Eisley and the first word out of his mouth, she's like, how is it? Wizard. And oh, man. I knew you for loved reasons, this one. I immediately yeah. thought of Daniel Jose Older for book readers will know what I'm talking about very soon. But he was and he was besieged, Delightful. as I found out earlier, all day by people tweeting at him about this. He's like, yeah, oh, no. I heard about it. It's like, I haven't watched it yet, but I know about it. I, I know, I know. You were one of 200 people yeah, to but tell I'm me like, about it. I don't want to spoil it for you. He's like, no, I, I know. He's like, I know about it. And I'm like, I, okay. Yeah. Um, Peli Motto then see, says an old friend of his has dropped by looking for him, and she sent her off. But not really, because who was it? Thank the Force. Hey. And I was at this point, I'm like, Boba's not going to be in this episode. But- Fennec Shand nope. calls out from above Our Lady and says, any chance you're looking for work and drops down. So if we don't get Boba, thank thank the force we had. Beloved dream of dreams, Ming-Na Wen. And, <laughs> yeah. God, and she says, her. no bounty, we need muscle. And here's where Mando says, Boba Fett. And Fennec says, he sure would appreciate it. And she's already tossed him a big bag of money. This is a big episode for bags of coins. 
I love it. I yeah, love it. You, you're, you, Matt Romano, you love a big bag of coins, don't you? Know, you? It's a shame as a society we've we've moved away from bags of coins. From you know, because big bags I could not possibly coins. agree with you more. You know, it's like when you buy something, you really want to like prove yes. your points. Like bang. big bag of yeah. shiny I think coins. We're all big yeah. fans of exactly. big bags. Let's bring of them coins. back. Bring, bag of bring them back. Bring back the doubloon. You know? Yeah, not the easiest to carry around, but still, it's about the message. It's about sending stabbing, a message. It's about sanding. I'm at, yeah, stabbing <laughs> just a dollar bill to the mast of a ship doesn't have the same effect as stabbing <laughs> a coin to it. Doesn't. It, I don't it know. doesn't have the same effect. Anyway, he tosses the money back and says, tell him it's on the house. And we'll get to what he says. And I will say, we, we did talk about this last week, wherein we had said, you know, clearly they're going to bring Mando in in some yeah. way as some new muscle that they need. And uh, Mando kind of does owe Boba a lot right now. He yeah. owes him a he debt. He does, yeah. but they, so. they, I think they're kind of even because he does get him his armor back. You yeah, know, they fair. had they yeah. had a deal. But, but, He's but, like, we'll but, stay with you. You got me the armor back. I'm going to stay with you to help you finish this. I think they're kind of even, fair. but I think he also just but, likes him. Respect. Yeah. And also, Respect. and at the same time, I feel like getting his armor back versus infiltrating <laughs> Two uh, episodes Imperial, of saving. like, right. Like there's, there's a bit of an, an offset in what is owed here. And also Mando does very clearly respect, yeah, Boba respect, honor. So there's, there's a combination. And, and, and he's like, tell him it's on the house. And I, and, and, and I think he just likes him. I think he's like, yeah, he's yeah, not a bad guy. Bros. And, I, and he likes Fennec now too, despite what happened in season one. And before yeah, I get to the final bros. line, I, but I have to say my, if I had any gripe with this episode, it's, I just want to say Mando as another freelancer to quote a Ferengi rule of acquisition. Once you have their money, never give it back. Um, yeah, never work for free. Never. You don't work for free as Cad Bane would never say. Never work for free. Don't give the money back. I don't care who they are. You just got paid. Yeah, you Boba's got it. enough. Now, yeah, yeah, Bo- yeah. And it's like, yeah. he can spare it. It's like Mando, you're on hard yeah. luck times. One freelancer to another, uh, Mando, obviously we're the same person. We're just as handsome and yeah. cool. So, you know, if I can learn you something big. Anyway. I gotta pay a visit to a little friend. And I assumed he meant Grogu. Is that what both of you thought? Absolutely. See, it, it was, and now I mean that you say the Jawa got You some, started it, that. N- well, now that you say the Jawa gets me thinking, but I mean, I hope it's Grogu, but also... I don't like the timing kind of doesn't do work it? out. Cause, yeah. Cause if it's Grogu, what are we going to stay with him that. for a whole other? Yeah. It's like, so, yeah, so are, are Fennec and Boba then going to go with him to see Grogu off planet? Right. I was as a person who, as I, I said at the beginning of this, I watched the episode and then three minutes later logged on for us to start talking about the episode that I had just yeah. watched. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my, my immediate reactions, I think, most people is he's going to go see Grogu because that's that's the underlying theme throughout this. We have him uh, having the armorer forge something for the 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 foundling that he has that is part of his clan of two. We have him looking wistfully at this little Grogu shaped packet that now has whatever this gift is in it. It clearly Grogu is on his mind, as Grogu is on all of our minds constantly, as he should be, because he is perfect. Yeah. And now that's uh, the center of Star it Wars. Makes the most, of Grogu? Course. Yeah. And it makes the most yeah. sense yeah. for Grogu yeah. to be the one that he talks about, the little <laughs> creature, but narratively 
is he all of a sudden going to go off planet to go find him at wherever Luke's, uh, you know, latest training facility is for young and, Jedi? And where are we going to go? Are we going to go help? with him and 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 be away right. from Boba again, or are they going to go with him? Or do we yeah. have an episode back with Boba and Fennec, and in the finale of this season? Mando comes in with Grogu and this thing on him. It's like, oh, I found exactly. him. Now I'm, here's your muscle. But like Boba's thing seems kind of like urgent. Yes, it does. So I, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Matt Romano, you're bursting to get something out. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't. I think it's too early to see Grogu. I don't necessarily want to see him right away. I agree. You know, I was I, I was happy and already got like put it in my head that we were going to see him for a while. And we've we've been introduced to all these new characters in Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the mod kids, you know, all these guys, I want to get to know them, you know, let's spend some more time. Yeah. If we only have limited amount of time left, let's go back you're, to them. You're in the minority on that one. You, I know. I know. I am. No, I agree with that. I agree I'm with you too. Minority. No. I want to yeah. get to know these, you these, these, these youths. I want to get, get to know more about the characters on the book of Boba Fett. And I don't mind yeah. waiting yep. to see Grogu for a little bit. The thing that throws yeah. me off is he says, we're going to do this. And I'm like, well, where do, where do we go from here? Like, if they yeah. still need muscle and they spent this whole episode building him up, surely not another Mando centric episode in the middle of the Boba Fett show. Right. When we have two episodes left. Right. All I'm going to say is the next episode is written by Dave Filoni. So yeah, I guess so. If they, I, I, I mean, I really don't know. I, I, I thought Mando would have been a guest star this week and I, yeah. and instead we have Mando season three premiere. I don't know what to expect. Well, listen, I think he's in for the next, like for the for the long haul. He's in for the rest of the series. I agree. I think he's, to use Mandalorian speak, he is now a foundling of Boba's clan. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. And that, that's why this episode's so important. That's I was going to, that was my take from earlier that I was saving for the end here. That's not like a, you know, big take or anything. I'm sure is everybody hot, came to though? the same conclusion. But no, I know, <clears throat> but I know where, I think I know what you're about to say and I already agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that now he, the, yeah, Din Djarin now is a man without a family and Boba is a man building a family. Building a tribe. So like, this is so now, this is going to be the you've team. You've lost your clan. Join yeah. my tribe. And do you think he'll yep. say, it's like, I got to go visit this friend. He says here at the beginning of next week, he's like, yes, that's important. Please help me with this first. Something yeah. like that. Maybe. That would make the most it's sense. It's like you take it from yeah. someone who knows, leave the past in the past. He can like, this is what happened to me as a kid. My father flew right. off on this ship that used to be called, is, may or may not still be called Slave One. And I keep flashing yeah. back to it for no yeah. reason. Let and also Grogu is, as far as you know, Grogu is safe right now. Yeah. I need your help. It's, you know, don't, don't mess with Jedi. The last time I got in a fight with a Jedi <laughs> on a skiff, I ended up <laughs> in this can't. sentient hole. Yep, it was, it was a whole thing. A Jedi, yeah. uh, like Jedi's killed my dad. Like it's, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> it's like, like don't, don't, look, don't get out of that <laughs> yeah. cult. Also, while we're at it, yeah. I, yeah. I, before we after and after that, we cut to black. Yeah. But and and the gorgeous um, concept art as always. But before I get to your final thoughts and takes that you guys have, who else? Do, do there are people laying odds at who else is going to show up in the was the last three episodes now too? A popular one that people keep saying is Han Solo. And oh. that's what I, because the only way I could see that working, that feels this too is big. after Return of the Jedi, it can't be Alden. It would have to be de-aged Harrison Ford. And of all of the yeah. actors in existence who I can think of that would be least willing to do the de-aging thing, it is Harrison Ford. And even without, even without that, that real life 
uh, uh, reality of of Harrison Ford just being like, I'm sorry, Harrison. What was uh, what was your reaction to that? Yeah, initially? Harrison, can yeah, you yeah, share? Yeah, 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 here he is. Um, I don't care. Ah, yes, yeah. that exactly. Yeah, uh, outside of that, narratively, that is too, that's too big. Like, yeah, why would you? Who wants that? Why would you want that? Is, it doesn't make any people sense. People want some much. kind of rematch between Han and Boba, and the, and, and and the truth no. of it is that come on now, Han was just no. a job. <laughs> Like for Boba, exactly. Boba didn't really care. And the only way I would see that is if they did go and and Boba went with him to go and see Grogu to wherever Luke is, and Han no, was no, visiting. It's, it's dumb, and it's like, <laughs> no oh, <offense>. it's you. <laughs> it's like you know. Yeah. But th- there's no way to, in my mind at least, there's no way to do it without using a DH Harrison Ford. And yeah, I don't think there's not enough money or antique planes in the world. Here's a. I don't know if this is a hot take. Sound it anyway. But I, you know, thinking about who else could be brought in as muscle, Boba knows some clones. Uh, this is Tamara mm. Morrison's series. Why not bring in some clones, whether or not they are clones that we know and love? Uh, Cody, Rex, whomever yeah. you would like to apply to that. Bad batch. Why not bring in some clones who are kind of looking the bad batch? Why not look <laughs> okay. for some clones who are looking for some work who are looking for a purpose right now, who maybe are a little bored with their lives and bring in a bunch of people that Tamara Morrison can play to be like the king of this show in live action. So you're saying to sum up, send in the clones. Send yes. in the clones, baby. I love this. Yeah. I think we should get like a montage of them just like hollow calling a bunch of people, people hanging up, people being like, they're dead, you know? Yeah. And then like he calls Ahsoka and Ahsoka's like, ah, you know, hey, can't make it, but I know this guy. I know these clothes. What kind of phone you know? system are you thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine them all around a table. If, if you they know? don't do and that, the cameras just panning around. If they around. don't do that this yeah. season, Caitlin, I'd say in any second season of this show, that's something I would love to see. Yeah, I still would, I would love, love more would, connection to Boba's clone heritage yes, in any way. And I would love to see Tamara Morrison playing. Yeah all of these different versions of this of uh, as we know they are not the same character but the same the same yeah. person over yeah, and over that. again with different personalities and yeah i just i the, the thought of that brings me so much joy i think i think somebody like omega they'd save for a season 2 um yes, and also absolutely. everything beside the point we're going to be seeing surely be seeing Tamora Morrison again probably in the Obi-Wan show I think that was yeah. already spoiled or something, but I'd, I'd say that's that's likely. Moving on, final thoughts on this episode. Completely unexpected, out of nowhere, Matt Romano. Uh, just, I mean, we, we said so much. I mean, it was just a great episode. It's like the best of everything Star Wars has to offer. Like it just cherry picked from all like the right spaces to tell a new and exciting story and inject like a, a whole new sense of life and urgency and and agency with what's to come with the book of Boba Fett. I'm excited for next week to get Boba back in the mix. Mando, I feel we're all caught up now. And Jawas. Jawas are going to come to save the day. Would you okay. say Sandcrawler's coming in, shooting off missiles? I don't know. Something's going to happen. I, I'm, I was almost going to ask if this is your favorite episode, new favorite episode so far, but I don't feel like it's. Of Book of Boba yeah, Fett? Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a Book of Boba Fett episode at all. So it doesn't feel like a fair question. Yeah, I don't think it's a fair question. I don't. Th- I wouldn't say it's, it's a my, really good episode of The Mandalorian. It's a great episode of The Mandalorian. 
It's a great episode of Star Wars. That's why they should just have chapters, you know? Oh, it's just oh, a great oh you had me and then you didn't. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> just kidding. You had me no, there and, then, no, I had and then you immediately pushed me off. It's like. But it's a great episode of Star just, Wars. That's, great that's a great way to put it, Matt. It was a great morning or some of us hour ago of Star Wars. Final thoughts yeah. on whatever the hell Star Wars this was. More Star Wars with your <laughs> Star Wars. Hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. Beggars Canyon, Caitlin M. Bush. Final thoughts being that I am deeply curious about where the hell we go from here. Who is going to fill out the rest of Boba's army as he takes on everyone? And what has Boba been up to in these couple of days since we've seen him? How is he feeling? What are his emotions? What are his thoughts? Uh, he yeah, sent some time a- has gone by. Yes, they've learned that that uh, Mando, that Din, is on Tatooine. He sent Fennec out to go fetch him. What else is Boba up to? Who is he getting right now? Well, Fennec is fetching Mando. That's true. Yeah. I miss Boba. I'm going to say it. I miss Boba. I miss him He's too. as I, he has a calming Tamara's depiction of Boba Fett is so calming and there's there's a, a levelness and a, a bemusement to him that I just find so comforting. You know, he's probably learning to ride that Rancor. That's probably yeah. what he's doing right now. Oh. Uh, with Danny Trejo, they're having lessons yeah. of their own. And they're, yeah, you know what? They I ain't su- counting I in Mandoa. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're catching I rats. Support this. Well, with that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. In comics, over on the Marvel side, we've got Star Wars The High Republic Trail of Shadows number four out today, written by Daniel Jose Older with art by Dave Wachter. And if you are caught up with the book The Fallen Star, then go ahead and give this one a read. It is a great title. In book news, that's right, here we go, Star Wars The High Republic. Prosperity, pioneering, and adventure. Mark the era of the High Republic. Also written by Daniel Jose Older, the book Midnight Horizon comes out February 1st. And not that anyone cares, but it comes with my highest possible recommendation. We're all lucky to have Daniel Jose Older in our lives. We've only got a few more comic issues and then the physical copy of Justina Ireland's delayed book. And then that's going to be it for phase one. But this is a... As one of the final notes in phase one, Midnight Horizon is just fantastic. So pick that up on February 1st. Over to gaming news. I am so happy to be able to say that we have a release date for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Talk about I'm feeling so excited. <laughs> talk about Finally. feeling like it's 2019 after so many, so many long delays. Um, I don't even know how long we've been waiting for this. It's finally coming, oh, and it is coming April 5th, 2022. So just a couple months away. The play demo. Have you guys watched the play demo? It looks yes, I did. insane. Yeah. It's somewhat open world. You can take a variety yeah. of ships that you'll be collecting to various planets of your choice and either play the story level that's located there or just mess around. And there's over. That's like what we always yeah. wanted. 
This yeah, is really this Star really Wars. is an yeah. open world Star Wars game. It's over yeah. 300 characters to unlock, including Crazy. Jabba the Hutt and a gonk droid. So Matt, <laughs> your wish is granted. You can play this whole thing as a gonk droid, which oh, we should fantastic. say in in the episode we just watched, we actually see a gonk droid powering up a ship. Doing, yes, doing cool what it's supposed to, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. being used as a, a, a weight system. The <laughs> deluxe edition of this game will include bonus packs, one for Mando Season 1, one for Mando Season 2, one for Rogue One, and one for the Bad Batch. And I bet that there will be many, many more packs oh, well yeah, you know on it. the way. Now, that deluxe edition is going to be expensive. And looking at my finances, it's prob- I'm probably going to be both broke and dead by April, but I will find a way because this game looks like it is worth the wait and definitely has the most ambitious. It, it looks like the most ambitious Lego game yet made. I think we're all I'm really so excited, excited about this, right? Uh, so I good. think there might actually be online co-op play too. I'm not, I 100% I know, am yeah, going to be disappearing certain. into a hole for like two weeks and not coming out of it. Yeah. So. Legos, you got to love it. Well, yeah, and in that hole, we'll have a digital lifeline. We'll connect our systems and all of a sudden you'll see a gonk droid walk across your screen and it's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other gaming news, EA and Respawn announced that they have three new Star Wars games in development. One of them is a strategy game. Another one is a first-person shooter. But the one that I am so happy that they're making is, they call it a, a, another in the Star Wars colon Jedi series, which to me just has to mean a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, more Cal Kestis, more BD-1, right. more shipping with a Night Sister. I can't wait. I'm so happy that they're doing this. Caitlin, I'm bushy excited that this is happening. Like, we can't, like, I appreciate that they're making this a series, but they are not saying that it is exactly a Cal Kestis sequel. And I need, I, we need yeah. our boy Cal Kestis to be yeah. back for this. You want I, your son There's back. no other way, you know? Yeah. I want my shipping with the Night Sister. Yeah. It's got to be it's, Cal it's, it's a beautiful ship. I, su- I support this ship. It's got yes. to be Cal Kestis. Matt Romano, you think it's got to be Cal Kestis? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be another one of those situations where, like, he's the main character and there's going to be a bunch of other playable characters, yeah. maybe even, like... Night Sister Marin. Yeah, exactly. Which a lot of games in their second round tend to do. That would be do. fun. That would be cool. Yeah. It's like tag or, like, do the Grand Theft Auto Five thing and you can switch between, like, three of them. So it's like him, Night yes. Sister Marin, and maybe, like, an Imperial or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what the... They'll, they'll up the ante. It's, uh, it, it's exciting and I'm really happy they're doing that. Um, so here's hoping for Cal Kestis and everything we hear about it, we'll share with you. And now I will turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Wizard. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Uh, oh, see, we, we, didn't, we honestly didn't talk about that. Enough. I know. I, I there were think. a couple I mean, of other options that I was cycling through throughout the episode, and then he said that, and the way that Pedro just ate that word up. Wizard. So yeah. much. I was just like, it can't Of not all the be. words you expect to come out of his mouth. Yes. Well, and then wizard being this thing in the Star Wars universe that's like an old slang. 
yes. you know, that he says it because he's getting out of this classic car and he's like wizard. Like, wizard. you know, it's like, it's like coming out and saying like radical, radical, Cowabunga. like he's such you a know? dork and it's so delightful. And I just, I, uh, I loved every second Matt, of it. If you it kept up with the high Republic, you'd know exactly where the word wizard started being used and how and by who. And ain't that a tease right <sighs> there. Yep. But you didn't. Well, that's it. So you don't. But I, <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> because I was, yeah, how, how, how much more of Light of the Jedi you got left? A little bit, a little yeah, bit, a couple yeah. pages? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, the report's almost done. Oh, okay, yeah. well, I have it on my desk. Um, because I was completely overrun this week, Matt Romano is nice enough to cover this next segment, so I'm going to throw it over to him, and right. that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Why, thank you, Brian. Yeah, what a pleasure it was uh, covering real talk this week. We had a lot of real talk. I mean- you know, every week we get so much, we so, we get so many great messages and we try to respond to everybody and, and get everybody in real talk. And it's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. a hard segment, Brian. Exactly. 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 All right. So anyway, I'll do my best. Um, so first up, uh, something we posted this week on our socials, I got to call attention to. Um, and, and it's something that I made. Look at this. Look at me hijacking the segment to call out something I'm that so I did. I'm so proud of you, Matt. <laughs> you do you. So anyway, uh, yeah, you, you might want to head over to uh, at Return of the Pod on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok because uh, we were, you know, talking last week about how Darth Vader really is kind of like the uh, the OG mod in Star Wars, you know, uh, and I and I got to thinking after that episode, like, what would the uh, the Vader transformation scene look like with the mod parlor music? And believe it or not, I think it works. I think it works. The way you it did does. it made it work. I like how it you te- it you used us as a focus group first. <laughs> I will say, yeah, he, he sent us the uh, the 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 original edit of this, and it really yeah. just it was in the middle of the workday, and I I got a I got a glance at it. I was it, very busy. <laughs> it truly made it made my day better. I, did it? I, I only had one. I only had one note, yeah. and that's why Matt's such a good collaborator because he he uh, yeah. he actually implemented it. But aside from that, it was yes. perfect. It was, was like, great. No notes. If the I had, original, the original was simpler. Yeah. The original was was, was simpler. If I had, but it I'm was. like but, dream of dreams. It would have this, yeah. and he and he put that in. And I did it. And yeah. I did get yeah, We're all team here. Like, we're, we're all, all a brand. big family. It was yeah. delightful. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Well, I check should have it known this would turn into Captain's Corner. I should have known. Everyone's going <laughs> to want it. Everyone's going to want it to just be this now. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not it. No way. So anyway, so what else we got going on? Next, a quick shout out to Padawan and real life childhood friend, Travis, who uh, was uh, buying some Return of the Pod merch at returnofthepod.net. Also can be... Located at returnofthepod.store. Store! Um, dot store? By dot store. store! He noticed for some reason we weren't selling uh, our Many Boats merchandise anymore. What? Our, our, our famed Many Boats what? merchandise had disappeared from the site. I had no idea, so I apologize for that. Travis, thanks for calling Was it, it out. sold out? And if you've been looking, uh, you know what? I don't know. A it just true disappeared friend. From the site. Technology. True friend. You know, he's trying to buy a shirt. He let me know. And, you know, if you were also trying to buy a Many Boats t-shirt, hey, they're back. So head over to the return of the all, pod.net all and buy yourself a t-shirt. one person who was trying to do thank that. Thank you. <laughs> my, and it's my childhood friend, Travis. So thank you, Travis. Thanks, I really appreciate it. Hey, that. Travis. Thank you. Thank you. That's good business. That's just good business. That's just good business. <laughs> okay, we're going to blast through the rest. Over on Apple Podcasts, a big thank you to mbane 76 who is a longtime listener going all the way back to the old show. They left a really nice review, and we appreciate that very much. Yes, thank you, Bane. Speaking of reviews... uh, Got some stuff over in the mailbag at returnofthepod.net. Oh, mailman Matt, what, what do we got? Damn. How about we just put this in real talk and it's not its own thing, you know? What? Mailbag. Yeah. You know? It's just real talk. It's all real yeah, talk. Yeah, I know, but I just like doing mailman Matt. 
but yeah, it's just okay. it's nice. You don't like it, do you? It's nice. Yeah, it's all right. I like so it. So anyway, two particular notes I wanted to call out, but I appreciate everybody leaving reviews and uh, dropping us notes uh, via the contact page on returnofthepod.net. Listener Dave reached out to tell us he loves the podcast, but hates our mug, the the mug we sell at returnofthepod.store. He says, hate is a strong word, but it's the most basic and boring coffee mug. He wants us to take his money, but he wants a better mug. Dave, uh, challenge accepted. We'll we'll work on getting you a better mug I'll, at Return of the Pod. I'll do better, Dave. I'll I'll get a, I'll get a better <laughs> Sorry, I'll get Dave. a better kiln. I'll, I, I'm making them night and day. Brian has an apartment in New York City, and he's just cranking out these. Mugs. I really am working hard. It. I've got the. Yeah. He's trying. I'm, I'm he sorry. Really is. I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. I'll work hard. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, no, we. So we anyway. I don't. I don't want us selling substandard mugs. No, you know, I'm not I'm not going to go and say it's the best mug in the world. No. You know, we don't make We're going to get to the bottom probably, of this, Dave. We're going to get to the bottom. But let me we're just say I'm sure mug. it's Matt's yeah. fault. It's going to be a task force. We're going to it's going to get a whole investigation. Task force yeah, I feel, mug. I, I feel I feel attacked. I'm going to make a better mug. Okay. So anyway, uh and now another note uh from a listener in Padawan, Matt White, who dropped us a note and called out something hilarious in the latest episode of HBO Max's Peacemaker. You guys watching Peacemaker? No. I am John watching Cena. Peacemaker. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, it's I great. Haven't Do you like it, Caitlin? I love it more than I wanted oh, to. I love it oh, too. It's so oh, good. so good. Oh, it's so, oh, good. so good. Brian, you got to get on the Peacemaker. I'm probably train. not, but thank you. I'm, I'm glad like to it. know that it's there. Okay. Well, Matt called this out. I also caught this, and I'm, I'm glad he brought it up. But John Cena drops a, a hilarious uh, line in regards to some certain Star Wars canon. Uh, Peacemaker says, I want to take you home and play with you with my G.I. Joes. Just don't f*** Chewbacca. Here's a little known fact. Wilkies have teeth on their asshole. That's canon. <laughs> so Peacemaker makes this threat and, you know, claims that this is canon. And honestly, I I didn't know if I, it was I've or not. Heard, I've never heard never otherwise. Heard it. No, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I'd be surprised if it was. But and I, I also wouldn't dare tell him that he's wrong. Exactly, right. exactly. But, you know, I had to get to the bottom of this. I, I Googled it. Oh. It's, it's, it's not canon. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for checking. So I just want to make sure that's all clear. I think Matt White thinks it might be canon, and Matt, it's not. It's not. Uh, not John Cena is is a glorious, glorious human, and kind of anything that he says in my heart is canon, even if it is not physically, literally canon. And you know, one of the the things I like about him is he doesn't do ads for crypto. (laughs) Are you not? Does fortune not favor the bold? Fortune doesn't favor the brave when your crypto site is crashing every other day. <laughs> Fortune favors the system now. Not, not, not to steal my Twitter joke, but the last time I listened to Matt Damon, I bought a zoo. The day yeah, comes I need idea. to steal any of your Twitter jokes is the day I'm oh, going to throw so myself angry. off of a bridge. I'm so angry right now. So anyway, that was a good on. joke, though, but I don't that need to steal. Joke, I, I can you. write my <laughs> own bits. Thank you. I can make my own mugs, Matt. (laughs) They might not be worth it, but at least they're mine. That was a reply to one of Brian's tweets. (laughs) So So on Twitter, um, uh, you know, a lot of activity on Twitter uh, this week. A lot of people just calling us out about the Thundercat thing, uh, the Uh, the Chewbacca's arms, um, the rat catcher, all that stuff. So there's a lot of that. Also, a friend of the pod, uh, David Del Grosso. Yeah, he's my, my friend in real life, yeah. Your friend in real life, David, he pointed out uh, that there was some uh, Joe Yowza toys on I eBay. I can't believe on Twitter. you did this. 
And I did it. I went. I mean, I, like, sometimes people just bait me to buy things. You did this to me with the Amban. Yeah, I post. didn't think this you'd is do a regular it. bit wherein yeah. people bait Matt to buy things because he's like yeah, the, I just do the it. person who's most likely like, that okay, I know I'm to try buy this. like Matt, Star pay, Wars things. Pay my rent yeah. this month. <laughs> no, it I dare you. Like that. I dare you to no, pay my rent. It's gotta be like useless Star Wars. Well, things. I'm a useless Star Wars like, thing. I play with for a day. Play with me. Pay my rent for for next month. So anyway, Pay thanks, David. Rent. I ordered the entire band. The, the entire Max Rebo band is uh, on its way to me. Well, you, and you, I'll have you texted all six us of them pictures tomorrow. today. Your four of them have already arrived. Four of them arrived. Joey Yells is already in the house. Yep, yep. But I'm missing Drew. You gonna take them out of the packages? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, you know? it's like, but you, it's like we toys. Get toys should yeah. be played with. <laughs> Caitlin's losing her mind. Gotta play with them. Yeah, I don't even knows. know why that hit me so hard. <laughs> So anyway, uh, and finally, um, uh, Ooh, a, lot a, people, <laughs> finally, a lot of people, finally, people, verdict is in on the new mugs that I just put out, and they don't like them either. <laughs> finally, Ooh, what were you saying, Matt? Lots of people on social media clamoring for an episode of Brian's book club. The episode they want oh. they want to hear from Brian. We have been they want we've to been hear talking about, the about this for a while. Yeah. I also would love to see a Brian's book club. Episode. Me too. Me too. Yeah. We we had all the we had uh, Thomas Carter Rochester, uh, Leah Elizabeth, Rachel D, Stephen Bauer, all like just want an episode. They formed they're, they're they formed a whole little collective. Yeah, little collective. There. Yeah. So uh, so what do you think, Brian? Maybe maybe in the hiatus between after Boba Fett. Yeah. The thing is, we this is no horn to toot. I'm the one that keeps up with them. More regularly of the yeah, three of us, of course, I think we just put you in a closet with a microphone. That's what the and people just want. Talk I think that's really that's what I want because we're saying we're looking for somebody for me to talk to them with, and we have some ideas. Yes. You're saying you just yes. want to put me physically in a closet <laughs> and just have me. I mean, talk just about having people. you rant. I think for, we'll do for, both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You just want to lock me away in a in a in, in a small enclosed space. <laughs> no, but I think I think both. Matt is Matt is correct. We'll have both. Yeah. We'll have someone for you to speak to, as well as some as as a space in which you can just scream your head off about the amazingness that is Star Wars books in this yeah. period. Yeah, I mean, just put a microphone in my apartment. You get that? We don't we don't need a we don't need a, a closet. No, or there's a closet somewhere that we can no. lock so you in. You just want to put me in yeah. an enclosed space. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just so everybody rest assured. Myself and Caitlin are on it. We're going to bring you Brian's book club. I'm, I'm the not opposed to it. I'm, I want to do it too. Oh, we're going to do it. No, but you're the you're the you're care. the Frankenstein's monster of this of this uh, this equation. We're gonna right we're gonna go really and, and what's on deck? That's right. So much High Republic, the Thrawn books, including the 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 Thrawn trilogy, the Thrawn Ascendancy books, which are insane. Things like Master and Apprentice. All of all of the classics, maybe some legends, some comics. We'd be going deep, and we'd be going dark and deep and miles to go before we sleep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that'll do it for real talk. Wait, wait. Uh, what? hold on. I'm feeling uh. a tremor in the forest outside our cooling tent. Yeah. Um, I'm reading several creatures approaching. I don't see anything. They're under the sand. I sense it too. They are right here. What the? No way. No way. Are they? Yes. We are surrounded by furless Ewoks. 
No, don't bother a zoo. I speak Ewok. They're the reason we came out here, they're saying. They're demanded that we follow them because they want to take us to their daimyo. Hands off, Criff Bag. Ah, <laughs> that'll show him. Get your hands off. Uh, who knows what the cark is going to happen next, but join us next no, time. Well, that'll show him. <laughs> who knows what, what the cark is going to happen next, but join us next week where we'll continue coverage of the Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. We think and continue to do all the other stuff we usually do. In the meantime, you can find us on both Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can also find our website at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave voicemails. You can also visit returnofthepod.store, where you can buy all kinds of merchandise and also lackluster mugs. You can find us directly, too. Caitlin and Bush, you can be found where? Hey, Criff off! You can find me at at Caitlin M. Bush, that is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beard, not like the president's. Hey, get away from Matt me! Hey, Mono, you can be found me. where? Guys, their skin is is just surprisingly it's so soft. Smooth. It is so smooth. So smooth. Like, like, this is really creeping me out. Uh, okay, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. Oh, God, please. Do- doesn't bother me. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Oh, that's right. Yub-nub to you, too. Okay, that, that, one, that one was weird. Snoke him if you got him. Take it, Sheevy. And remember... Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats for light and life. The Force will be with you always. Be the spark.